Oh, you want? Was it on me or? No, no. no. <laughs> I was like, I was just five seconds. I'm just sitting like, okay, was yeah. <laughs> We've already started. <laughs> That's okay. Hi, welcome everyone. This is Five Questions Only. I'm your host, Fox. And today I have um guest uh is my our today's guest is the founder of LFS Shoes, Eric Jones. Uh-huh. Welcome, Hi. Mr. Jones. How's it going? It's going good. How you doing? I'm doing well. Now I just um now I know you say your shoe styles are vintage with a twist. Mm-hmm. I saw that. And I just want to say, um, I love the style of your shoes. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And it, it, they're really stylish and they're grown, but they can be worn by, you know, younger men as well. Yeah. I'm trying to make the dress shoe industry. I'm trying to like make it a more casual thing to wear dress shoes because I wear them every day myself. So I don't really wear tennis shoes too much. So I, I really want to see people wearing dress shoes more often, whether it's with, with jeans or slacks or whatever. I just want to see it more often. Yeah, you're really dapper. <laughs> you're called you Doctor Dapper. Doctor Dapper. <laughs> <laughs> Can you go ahead and elaborate and tell us a little bit more about yourself? So yeah, uh, I was born and raised in uh, Helena, Arkansas. It's a real underrepresented area in Southeast Arkansas. So I mean, growing up, I didn't have a lot of like resources and a lot of outlets to kind of like figure out what I was going to do in my life. And uh, my daily routine was like school work and uh, back home and take care of my grandma. So I've always had that like grind mentality or, I mean, you know, I had to work for everything I want and nothing came easy to me. So, um, but yeah, I got, I was blessed to be able to get out of there, out of that town and being surrounded by so much negativity, you know, it's just a lot of people get stuck there. So I was blessed to get out, I went to college, uh, found my passion for like fashion and stuff like that. Uh, and that kind of stuck with me from when I was younger because my stepdad's a pastor, mom's a first lady. And I played the drums in church, so they tried to keep me in a little suit every Sunday uh, when I was from a little kid all the way up to when I graduated high school. So that stuck with me. Uh, it kind of like turned into like the dapper look that you see now on my Instagram. And then uh, after that, I just was like, I saw my mom struggle so much and uh, barely making ends meet, working like two, three jobs and this and that. And then I had lost my grandma in 2010, dad 2013 when I got to college. And I was like, man, I don't I, I, I just need to I'm like. I'm sorry, uh, you cut out. I'm sorry, uh, you cut out. You said what? What happened to your um your family members? Okay, well, yeah, I was just saying I had lost my dad and uh, my grandma in 2010 and my dad in 2013 when I got to college. So um, I really and then like I said, see my mom like barely making ends meet. I wanted to. I didn't want to put it. I didn't want to have like anybody putting the cap on what I worked, you know, because I feel like I was a unique person, had a unique background, and I had like a niche and like. Uh, I used to draw too, so I just I just always knew I was gonna do something with like uh like art kind of stuff. So I decided I wanted to do like dress shoes because I like dress shoes. My mom likes shoes and uh, different stuff like that, you know. And I majored in fashion, like I said. So I went with that, and uh, that was about my junior year of college when I decided I wanted to do that. And uh, she jumped on board with me a couple weeks after I decided to, and I told her I was serious about it. And then from there, you know, just spending money we have and taking leaps of faith. And I got some samples, found some people to do my production, and she started helping me pay for that. And then right when I got to graduation, she passed right before I graduated. So that's one reason. That's a huge reason why I jumped out full time into it, because she never got to see me sell a pair of shoes. And she had helped me build this up to where it is, where it was then when she passed. 
And I was like, I just need to take the baton and just like keep pushing forward with it. And so I just did it full time last year. And uh, it was, I made it the whole year, but it was hard. But yeah, that's, that's me. That's where I come from. Living, I live in Arkansas still. So that's interesting. Um, and I'm sorry for um, all your loss. To go through those losses, how did you keep your motivation up? Uh, um, motivation, I guess, because, you know, my, my mom, she was, I mean, losing my grandma, that was hard. Losing my dad, that was hard. But, like, you know, it's that connection with, like, that mothers and their son. Like, it's, it's a it's a different kind of connection there. So when I lost her, it was hard. But, you know, just knowing that she wouldn't want me to give up and quit and, and just seeing, I don't know, it's just different people handling it different ways. You know, some people couldn't even keep going with their life after they lost all their parents. So, I mean, I feel, I feel like I was molded into the person I am today to make it through that those situations to be able to inspire somebody else. So, I mean, I see the bigger picture of, like, what happened to me. is like, oh, this is a part of my story, and I need to, like, share this with the world and show people what I'm doing. So that's that's how I'm motivated through through just what she helped me get through and, like, everything she did for me, uh, sacrifices, and just want to, I don't know, do better for her. I do. I dedicate everything to her, so that's what motivates me every day I wake up is just thinking about, hey, I got to do this for my mom because she – she was proud of me, and she 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 gave me her last, and I would give her my last too. So that's what keeps me motivated, I guess. And knowing what I want, like for the future, for my kids and family, and why I do what I do is for the culture too. So it's it's a lot of deep reasons why I do what I do. So, and that just keeps you going. Yeah, I just and a lot of people have to you know search deep for, for their reasons, and um, you you know yourself. Yeah, I found my purpose real early in life, and it was a blessing to be able to find my purpose real early. So, and very young, <laughs> and already knowing I want to right, which is good. Yeah, it's crazy. I can't believe it, but you know, it is what it is. Keep pushing. You gotta find your purpose. You see, you take the little, um, the little shit. What's the word I'm looking for? The little signs that you might have on the journey, and and then like just just recognize what signs you have and just keep pushing forward. If it's like positive signs towards what you're doing. And I mean, like I said, I made it a whole year full time, like off of nothing, really. I lived off last year, like 10 grand last year, basically. And uh, just nothing for real. <laughs> I lived off nothing. And a lot of people don't, um, you know, know that part when it's, um, you want to be an entrepreneur. Um, it's hard, especially, um since you're you like you said you barely lived off anything last year but you kept pushing through you know even because you see you saw the bigger picture some people see the bigger picture and they may get scared or they may start to doubt did you ever doubt once or you know not even doubt just like um fear like i don't know fear like not knowing if it's gonna happen or if it's gonna work or if this is what you're supposed to be doing like that that comes but like i said when you get signs uh, and now after making it through a year, if I if I ever think that I have had a thought of like, oh, this might not work, I just think about I just think back on last year and just how the stuff I went through last year and uh, losing my mom and stuff and how I'm still here today. So I really I'm as long as I can eat, I'm like I'm straight. Like, I ain't worried about I ain't worried about too much. So it's just knowing how to do more with less and like you're you're not letting you where you come from. Like you, you can't. My mom would always say, "You can't look like what you go through, what you've been through." So, I always remembering that too. I always state that in uh, any like interview or something like that. Just don't look like what you're going through, what you've been through, and keeping that in mind too. It's just like, you know, just like I, like when you look at my Instagram, you probably think I'm living life, but um, it's 
it's it's real hard. I try to I try to promote both sides, like the the positive and the beautiful side of entrepreneurship and the like struggle and what's it's like difficult, you know, it's challenging. So right, you build yourself out of that struggle. Yeah, you do. You you become you build, a, you build a pawn. Yeah. You like the journey <laughs> it, it just it creates I don't know, a powerful person and you become so much more powerful, so much more educated and just from taking losses yourself and, and learning from that from personal experiences it's it's I don't know, it's crazy. Because you know, I, me being an African American male and young and coming from where I come from, we didn't have like resources and just people to go to to ask about entrepreneurship. I ain't I ain't know what the word was, you know. <laughs> Honestly, I ain't know what mm -hmm. it was. I didn't I didn't know what I was gonna do in my life or, or nothing. I was just like, all right, I'm gonna go to college and see what happens. So I just need to get out. But entrepreneurship will make like I, I mean I don't know. It, it ain't for everybody. So just <laughs> we need more black entrepreneurs, but it's really not for everybody, you know. But but it's right. Some it's some kind of journey, I tell you. <laughs> But it's a good journey and, and when you look back five, ten years from now, how yeah. long have you been um running your company? You said a year, that's when you went full time. I mean, but what year did you start? No, I mean I, I I established it in twenty fifteen, December, the end of twenty fifteen. So okay. sixteen. But like when I say I started last year, like that's that's like it. Like last year was everything. Like I that was my first time starting to sell, that was my first time having product. First time doing anything like on the running the business side, you know. So, and I really only sold like eight months out of that year because of a lot of different reasons and things went wrong. So, right, I've been I ain't been running it too long, but people look at it and think I've been doing it for like five years. So, it's it's crazy. Right, it's amazing to me because it's like your product is so nice, you know. And I, I'm just curious on can you walk us through? Um, I know because you're an artist as well. Yeah. Uh, walk us through from you being, you know, an African-American male, mm -hmm. <laughs> taking taking an idea, and I know you had help from your mom. Um, yeah. How did you just run with it last year? You know, how did you just, taking an idea and the end result is a shoe, a, a great design Yeah. at that. I mean, I, like, I, I, had, I got the idea, you know, and my I guess my way of running with it was telling everybody what I wanted to do and uh and just reaching out to as many people as possible and they point me in the right directions. And I mean after after sketching up shoes and stuff, all you really needed was like funding and like finding somebody to make it. So I mean after I did that, it's just it's just a lot of like leaps of faith, you know, just jumping out, putting yourself out there, letting people know what you're doing, Googling stuff, social media work, just finding it. And after I got um like when I said a lot of stuff went wrong, it was like my first order. My agent like screwed me over, and uh, my shoes came three months late. Uh, quality wasn't what I wanted. They were like fit narrow, and just a whole bunch of stuff was bad. And then like I still had to push the company with what I had, you know. So that's why I say I, I really pushed it with nothing because um, like the quality and everything was like kind of messed up. So that was my first ever order, and that was through an agent working with, a, and they had a factory in Brazil. And after that. Like stuff went wrong and all that with the uh, order. The factory uh, sent me an email one morning and uh, I woke up to that because we had both been searching for each other because we couldn't communicate through the agent because of the non disclosure agreement or whatever. And um, after they found me, I was like a blessing. So, I mean, all, of, all the best stuff I went through at the beginning of the year, like the first six months of the year, ended up being like, okay, a, a blessing at the end. So, a blessing and a curse in a way. Right. 
from uh, going through what I went through, spending extra money that, that I didn't have to spend and, you know, just not being educated on the, on the industry and like working with factories and agents and stuff like that. So like, it goes back to us not having those resources that other people have. Uh, we just got to jump out and just make those mistakes on our own. And cause you know, if I had, if I hadn't made those mistakes in the beginning, when I did make them, I wouldn't have this company right now because, uh, my mom also wanted me to wait until I graduated, but who would have known she was gonna pass a couple weeks before I graduated and I wouldn't I wouldn't even have it. So it's just all about getting out and believing in yourself and just uh having faith and you know, doing what's in your heart. So that's what I did and I just ran with it for real, <laughs> just telling everybody, just like credit cards and everything. So right, and you have to do that. Um I know there's a saying, um it's cliche, but uh was it uh, I, I I'm about to jack it up. Um <laughs> I try to <laughs> uh, <laughs> it fell fast or something. <laughs> yeah, what? Um, did you hear me? No, I didn't hear you. What'd you say? It's it, what is it? Um, fell fast. Uh, see, I'm all wrong. Me just stop. Uh, <laughs> but it's the saying, you know, when you go after something, you fell fast at it or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know what the saying is. I ain't heard that one. I, um, it's terrible. I, I'll find it and I'll e email you it or whatever. Oh my gosh. Um, how did you maintain, you know, within all the, um, the first six months was the hardest and the craziest stuff was happening. Oh, the whole year was You old. know, how did you, oh, well, the whole year, but you know, you it's a new year now. How did you maintain, you know, sometimes it's just like, how can you maintain like a, a, a good energy, positive mm -hmm. attitude, just to go forward through it. Cause I know you were like uh, pissed. <laughs> I was in, I was in a really, a really dark place for most of the year. And I mean, just, just I guess occupying my my time with other things. I guess that also would help my company is what I did to um, kind of stay focused. Cause I never worked for anybody right after graduation. I never worked last year. I didn't work for anybody. So. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I did it full time, but I don't know. I just, I just knew that one day something better was gonna come, and I just kept the hope and the faith, and um, didn't listen to what people said because people always told me to go get a job and <laughs> do this and do that when rent was getting close and I ain't had money for this and that. But I just knew it was more to what I was doing, you know, because because of everything that had happened and the way it happened and the timing. I just, I just had faith. I didn't. I, there was no plan B, so my only plan was plan a over and over and over again like it was just just resorting back to plan a like what can i do to keep pushing for what can i do to pay this rent so i can go another month i was just living week to week like day to day for food week to week for like ideas to do something else and then month to month for like waiting on the shoes to get here so it was just it was <laughs> it was a bad it wasn't like the worst but it's like Dealing with the stuff I went through at the time that stuff happened, it's like okay, that was a pretty bad situation. Uh huh. Yes. Now, I know you're you're younger. Mm -hmm. Um, for people who are who may be older, you know, because um, everybody likes to put an age limit on things. They do. I you know I, that we do a lot of, a lot older than me, and it really surprised me. I was like, since I'm 22, I mean, people double my age were like, oh my god, you inspire me. How did you do that? When did you do? That? I was like, dang, this stuff is crazy for real because mm -hmm. yeah. you're right because you know um sometimes uh people may get a job or or they may take a, a different job 
because there's nothing wrong with having a job either. You know, like you said earlier, entrepreneurship isn't for everyone. Um, you may take a different job because you're thinking, oh, that other job won't pay pay the bills or, you know, even though the job you didn't take is the one you, you know, where your passion lies mm -hmm. and um, just to step out and just go for it and do it no matter what age you are, you know, there's people who are your age and, and still scared, you know, yeah. um, listening to everyone else around them and just giving up, you know, True. but don't, but you know what, it shouldn't look at it because I'm thinking back when I was 22, <laughs> you know, don't look at it now as just, oh, I, I gave up on it because you can still do it. You can still do it. Life still goes on. You you know, you can still do what you want to do. You may have to change some things around due to times of changing. Mm -hmm. And thank God for, you know, technology. Yeah. Uh, the advancement of everything is helping so many people out. And I saw on your site uh, that you had a women's section is coming soon. Yeah, I'm real interested in that one. <laughs> yeah, I got a women's loafer coming out, and that's gonna be the first shoe. But I mean, it takes time. Women, when I dropped men's shoes, women were on my on my flip about women's shoes. So I was like, okay, let's try it out. I'll try it as soon as I can. So now it was time. Right. No, I'm, I've been moving pretty what? fast. You say you've been moving pretty fast. Yeah, with um, like making stuff happen, I gotta I gotta really slow myself down because I I'll end up like spending money that I don't got and you know put myself in a bad situation. So it's all about balancing uh everything too. But yeah, the women the women should come uh, pretty soon. All right, since your company is growing now, um, how um I guess this is more than five questions. <laughs> how um are you? Cause I know for some companies, um, when it's time to, how do you know when it's time to expand to getting others on board for help? When you got the money to pay for it, <laughs> like, you got to pay people. People not just gonna work for free unless they like some homies or brothers or sisters, you know, that you're just real close to and really trying to support you. So, I mean, until you really, really, really can't handle everything, because I know some people like bring people on board as soon as they get a little break. I'm like, hey. You're gonna put yourself, you're gonna dig yourself in a in a deeper hole than you already were, because now you got these other expenses of people you gotta pay, and then you got other people jumping on board with other ideas and other ways of doing stuff, and they're not as passionate about your company as you are. So I mean, mm -hmm. you just gotta you're gonna know when it's time because you're gonna really, really, really need somebody. <laughs> but until you get to that point where you really, really need somebody, I say just try to try to do as much as you can by yourself, not being selfish about it, but just being conscious that I can't afford all this stuff. And then I don't want too many people jumping in on, on my, like what I'm passionate about and what I want to like do for the rest of my life. So it's just baby steps. You got to take baby steps and, and just, you got you to gotta know that, that you can't turn into like a fortune 500 company in like a year. So <laughs> it's just not, a, it's not right. Right. Employees and stuff. And it's just like, Hey, if I don't need it at this point, I'm not really too worried about it, you know? So, that's that's one of my my least right yeah what you can get uh internships interns yeah people ask about internship but i'm like hey i ain't gonna know what you do it'll be too boring for you <laughs> like i don't get like if, if you did anything it'll be like okay posting on social media like i ain't traveling every day to go some to a i go to i have meetings and stuff like that but it'll be if i did an internship right it's like i don't even have an office for you i don't have anything you'll just be staying in a, a hotel or an apartment like i don't know it'll, it'll be weird 
can always do digitally, like make the contacts, uh, keep up with the emails or anyways, you know, they're learning, you're teaching someone else, you know, uh, about the business, you know, uh, you, you never know. It's just, what does um, LFS, L, I'm sorry, LFLS stand for? Well, it was like father, like son uh, shoes, but I dropped all of that to, because I got the women's shoe coming out and I didn't want to. Like have a whole separate brand for that, so it's just LFLS now, and that's what people are know it by. With a late adapters, yeah, adopters. Okay, what else is going on for you? Like, where can we find you? Um, where can um we find the shoes? Uh, what do you have planned? Uh, I got a lot of stuff planned. I, you gotta, <laughs> if people follow me on social media, they'll see everything I got planned. Cause I got so much stuff planned; it's ridiculous. Like, all I need is my little one break that I've been working towards, and then I'll be, I'll be, I'll be fine. But I, I just. I do so much stuff to like try to uplift the culture and to have a positive image out for the culture and uh, and you know just trying to get people to get back on board with adaptive look and wearing dress shoes and stuff. But uh, I can give out my social media uh, information and then my website. So I mean, the, uh, my company website is uh, www.lflsshoes.com, and then uh, my personal Instagram is at the underscore Eric Jones and the companies. Instagram is at LFLS Shoes, and we can be found on Facebook too, uh, with my name or the company's name, and that's how you can find me. And I post, I post daily about everything I'm doing. So you know, if, if whether it's like traveling to another city, and I'll be there for like a pop up or meet and greet or selling shoes in person, or if I'm speaking on a panel somewhere, you know, I post all that on my social media. So I try, I try to stay busy, but you know, I'm not at that point where I'm like extremely, extremely busy. Uh, so, I mean, I want to get to that point pretty soon, though. So, you know, just the hard work and getting recognition and notice. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. Eric Jones, uh, LFLS Shoes. Yes, yes, um, yes. I'm sorry? I was saying, yes, yes, yes. That's me. Oh. <laughs> sorry, I just messed that up. <laughs> um, this has been five questions only. And once again, thank you for being on the show. I appreciate you for having me. Nope.